Chapter Fourteen of the Santa Claus Storybook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. The Santa Claus Storybook by Unknown the robin's christmas eve twas christmas time a dreary night the snow fell thick and fast and o'er the country swept the wind a keen and wintry blast the little ones were all in bed crouching beneath the clothes half trembling at the angry wind which wildly fell and rose old jem the sexton rubbed his leg for he had got the gout he said he thought it wondrous hard that he must sally out not far from jem's another house of different size and form rose high its head defying well the fierce and pelting storm it was the squire's stately home a rare upright squire he as brave and true a gentleman as any one could see the squire sat in his library so cheerful bright and warm when suddenly he roused himself to look out at the storm lifting the shutters ponderous bar he threw them open wide and very dark and cold and drear he thought it looked outside ah squire little do you think a trembling beggar's near although his form you do not see his voice you do not hear yes there he stands so very close he taps the window-pane and when he sees you turn away he feebly taps again but all in vain the heavy bar was fastened as before the squire's portly form retraced his highly polished floor now is there any one who thinks it cannot be worth while to write about a robin's fate and treats it with a smile if so i bid him to his mind those words of scripture call which say that not without god's will can even a sparrow fall our robin's history simple was there is not much to tell a little happy singing bird born in a neighboring dell and through the summer in the wood life went on merrily but winter came and then he found more full of care was he for food grew scarce so having spied some holly berries red within the rectory garden grounds thither our hero fled one evening everything was dull the clouds looked very black the wind ran howling through the sky and then came grumbling back the robin early went to bed puffed out just like a ball he slept all night on one small leg yet managed not to fall when morning came he left the tree but stared in great surprise 
upon the strange unusual scene that lay before his eyes it seemed as if a great white sheet were flung all o'er the lawn the flower beds the paths the trees and all the shrubs were gone his little feet grew sadly cold and felt all slippery too he stumbled when he hopped along as folks on ice will do and yet he had not learnt the worst of this new state of things he'd still to feel the gnawing pangs that cruel hunger brings no food to-day had touched his beak and not a chance had he of ever touching it again as far as he could see at length by way of passing time he tried to take a nap but started up when on his head he felt a gentle tap twas but a snowflake after all yet in his wretched plight the smallest thing could frighten him and make him take his flight but soon he found he must not hope for these soft flakes to fly down they came feathering on his head his back his tail his eye no gardeners appeared that day the rector's step came by and robin fluttered o'er the snow to try to catch his eye but being christmas eve perhaps his sermons filled his mind for on he walked and never heard the little chirp behind half blinded on and on he roamed quite through the squire's park at last he stood before the house but all was cold and dark now suddenly his heart beats high he sees a brilliant glare shutters unfurl before his eyes a sturdy form stands there he almost frantic grew poor bird fluttered and tapped the pane pressed hard his breast against the glass and chirped but all in vain so on he went and as it chanced he passed into a lane and once again he saw a light inside a window-pane chanced did we say let no such word upon our page appear not chance but a watchful providence has led poor robin here twas jem the sexton's house from which shone forth that cheering light for jem had drawn the curtain back to gaze upon the night and now with lantern in his hand he hobbles down the lane muttering and grumbling to himself because his foot's in pain he gains the church then for the key within his pocket feels and as he puts it in the door robin is at his heels jem thought when entering the church that he was all alone nor dreamed a little stranger bird had to its refuge flown the stove had not burnt very low but still was warm and bright and round the spot whereon it stood threw forth a cheerful light jem lost no time he flung on coals and raked the ashes out then hurried off to go to bed still grumbling at his gout now robin from a corner hopped 
within the fire's light shivering and cold it was to him a most enchanting sight but he is almost starved poor bird food he must have or die useless it seems alas for that within these walls to try yet see he makes a sudden dart his searching eye has found the greatest treasure he could have some bread-crumbs on the ground perhaps tis thought by those who read too doubtful to be true that just when they were wanted some hand should bread-crumbs strew but this is how it came to pass an ancient dame had said her legacy unto the poor should all be spent in bread so every week twelve wheaten loaves the sexton brought himself and crumbs had doubtless fallen when he placed them on the shelf enough there were for quite a feast robin was glad to find the hungry fellow ate them all nor left one crumb behind he soon was quite himself again and it must be confessed his first thought being warmed and fed was all about his breast to smooth its scarlet feathers down our hero did not fail and when he'd made it smart he then attended to his tail his toilet done he went to sleep and never once awoke till coming in on christmas morn jem gave the stove a poke then in alarm he flew away along the middle aisle and perching on the pulpit top he rested there a while but what an unexpected sight is this that meets his eyes the church is dressed with holly green to him so great a prize for amongst the leaves the berries hung inviting him to eat on every side were hundreds more a rich and endless treat now very soon a little troop of children entered in they came to practice christmas songs ere service should begin the rector followed them himself to help the young ones on and teach their voices how to sing in tune their christmas song at first he charged them all to try to feel the words they sang then reading from his open book he thus the hymn began glory to god from all to whom he's given breath glory to god from all whom he has saved from death now when the rector's voice had ceased the children led by him were just about with earnest voice the verse of praise to sing when suddenly from high above another song they hear and all looked up in hushed amaze at notes so sweet and clear twas robin sitting on a spray of twisted holly bright his light weight swayed it as he sang his song with all his might his heart was full of happiness and this it was that drew praise to his maker in the way the only way he knew it seemed as though he understood the words he just had heard as if he felt they suited him though but a little bird the rector's finger lifted up 
kept all the children still their eyes uplifted to the bird singing with open bill they scarcely breathed lest they should lose one note of that sweet strain and robin scarcely paused before he took it up again now when he ceased the rector thought that he would say a word for robin's tale had in his breast a strong emotion stirred children said he that little voice a lesson should have taught it seems to me the robin's song is with instruction fraught he was no doubt in great distress deep snow was all around he might have starved but coming here both food and shelter found seek god my children and when times of storm and trouble come he'll guide you as he did the bird and safely lead you home another lesson we may learn from those sweet notes we heard that god has given voice of praise to that unconscious bird but unto us his love bestows a far more glorious gift for we have reason and our souls as well as voice can lift the rector paused for now rang forth the merry christmas chime and warned them all that it was near the usual service time and we must close the robin's tale twill be a blessed thing should it have taught but one young voice to praise as well as sing End of chapter 14 Recording by Greg Giordano, Newport Ritchie, Florida